0: Do that again, all right. God's glory starts here, never stops, and He Himself will fix everything that is goofed up in your life, in your world. He will perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you to be unmovable. The fruit of shifting is all, sifting is always victory. All right, that's. Uh, that's something that God has had before us now for several months. Um, we've been talking in the last couple of weeks about humility versus pride because this is the key. If you're going to walk in victory and have the peace and the power of God in your life in the middle of a time of sifting, the key is humility. And we learned about this a couple of weeks ago. I'm just going to run this through real quick. Uh, Humility is the absolute, complete, entire dependence on God. It's not... Listen, a lot of people, including most of us, are really great at faking humility. Anybody can fake humility. Oh, after you. No, after you. No, after you. No, after you. Uh, We can play that game all day long. Um, Well, that was, you know, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. No, I was just, you know... That was a beautiful song. Oh, yes, thank you. It's just God's gift to me. I'm, you know, God gets all the glory. We say all this stuff. In the meantime, we're just like beating or patting ourselves on the back. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, John Bunyan, not Paul Bunyan. Don't get them confused. John Bunyan, who wrote Pilgrim's Progress. Um Passionate pastor in the 1600s in England. Spent a bunch of his time in prison because he was his theology didn't line up with the prevailing theology. But on one of the rare occasions when he was not in prison and he was preaching at his little church, he finished his sermon. They sang the last song. He walked down the aisle. He went to stand at the back door and shake hands with people as they go out, as was his custom. And a lady came as she was going out the door. She said, Pastor Bunyan. I just want to thank you so much for that sermon. That's the, that's the most wonderful sermon I have ever heard. And John Bunyan said, Madam, I know. The devil told me the exact same thing as I was walking down the aisle as the service was over. Um, because we, I mean, you can fake humility. But that's not what we're talking about here. Humility is the absolute, complete, entire dependence on God. That's what brings humility. That's the definition of humility is not depending on yourself for anything and depending on God for everything. Pride then is the, any attitude we have or any action we take that is not rooted in absolute complete entire dependence on God. And how many of how many of us experience that like 50 times a day? That's right. Uh, I'm whether we realize it or not, we all live most of our lives in pride with some level of seeking our will, our way, instead of surrendering in humility to him. And this, and this is what we talked about last week. <clears throat> this is, again, from First Peter chapter 5. Clothe yourselves with humility. Put it on. It's a choice. Humility. This kind of humility, trusting God in everything, is a choice. But here's the, here's the headline: God is opposed to the proud. Do you want to know absolutely the quickest way for God to get in your way and shut you down? Depend on yourself instead of Him. In Romans chapter 15, it says, "Whatever is not of faith is sin." Let's say that. Let's say that together with conviction. Whatever is not of faith is. Oh, we can do a than that. Whatever is not a faith is? All right. That's a lack of humility. A lack of faith is a lack of humility. And God is going to always get in your way. God is opposed to the proud. How many of you would like to have grace just poured out in your life? Just like flowing, flowing, flowing. Just like living in a grace waterfall. God gives grace to the humble. Which is to say, God gives grace to those who are Absolutely, completely, totally, constantly dependent on him. Okay? All right. What does that have to do with November the 3rd? (coughs) I don't know. For like the last four presidential election cycles, I hear people say, I see people over and over, this is the most important presidential election in history. And it's no surprise that people are saying that again this year, right? Most important presidential election in history. There is incredible strife and incredible division and incredible chaos. And um, people are almost literally carrying torches and pitchforks in the streets. People are carrying weapons. Um, There is so much nastiness going on. And everybody believes their version of the truth is right. And if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And if you don't agree with me, you're probably going to hell. Uh, And I would send you there right now if I could. There's just all of this, and it's it's all based on fear. Anger, as we've told you before, anger is always a secondary emotion. We get angry about a lot of things, but before we get angry, we are afraid. Anger is a secondary emotion. It's always caused by fear, and there's a lot of fear being spread by every side. I wish there were just two sides. It would be easier to keep them straight, but I don't even know how many sides there are anymore. But they're all spreading fear around, Uh, and it's creating anger. Everybody's afraid. Some people are afraid that this person's going to get elected president. Some people are afraid this person's not going to get elected president. Some people are afraid of the virus. Some people are afraid of the people who are afraid of the virus. I mean, there's just so much just chaotic stuff going on right now. Um, and it's causing a shaking. It's causing a sifting. Everything that I think that prophetic word uh, pointed out back several months ago, it's all happening and it's kind of coming to a head. Um and God here's what God says about it. Psalm thirty seven. I'm just gonna read this to you. And you can, uh, you can just close your eyes and listen to it. Let, let these words wash over if you want to. Because this is super important. Do not fret because of evildoers. Be not envious toward wrongdoers. They will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord Trust also in him, and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and forsake wrath, and do not fret. It only leads to... To evildoing. Evildoers will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Can you see where this bit of Psalm? This is the first nine verses of Psalm, Psalm 37. Can you see where this might have some application to what's going on in our country right now? Uh, not that anybody's talking like this. I don't know one single... I don't know one single pastor in one single church in America who's talking about stuff like this. I don't know about any Christians on Facebook or who are talking about stuff like this because we're all we're all fanning the flames. Uh, David says. Don't get upset, but they're always going to be evildoers are always going to be wrongdoers, but they don't last. They're not going to last. Don't focus on them. Trust in the Lord, and you just keep on doing what you know God wants you to do. Dwell in the land. I mean, you're here. Maybe, you, maybe you're one of those people who's saying, boy, if XYZ candidate wins, I'm going to move to the Bahamas. Uh, <laughs> you might go to the Bahamas anyway, right? Uh, I'm, but no, dwell in the land where you are and practice being faithful. Wherever you are is where God wants you. Practice being faithful to Him and delight yourself in the Lord. Don't delight yourself in who gets elected. Don't delight yourself into who's in power because it's all going to change. It's all temporal. It's all smoke and mirrors. Anyhow, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Oh, my gosh. If If you think that getting the right person in the right party elected is going to do anything to give you the desires of your heart, you are the craziest person that's ever lived. <laughs> Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him of this power. And He will do it. He will do it. He will do it. He will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. So again, rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him. Oh, I love this next part. Oh, it just it just <clears throat> really just <clears throat> humbles me so much. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. Don't fret because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. How many of you have heard like how many of you maybe have heard this rumor that there's some kind of a scheme or some kind of a conspiracy? that's going on in the world right now to mess things up and undo the way that you would like for the world to work. Have you? Has anybody kind of maybe mentioned to you that there's some sort of conspiracy going on? Everybody, people on both sides of this fight, however many sides they are, they all believe that there's a conspiracy being conducted by the other side that's designed to mess up my life. Uh, I don't even have time to get into that. But... Uh, Do not fret because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. So what? Maybe there is a conspiracy. I don't know. But don't focus on that. Don't fret because of people who try to carry out wicked schemes. And and matter of fact, cease from anger, forsake wrath, and do not fret because why? It only leads to evil doing and not evil doing by them. But evil doing by you. Well, especially you, but. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, and, and oh, this is this, just this one little heads up. Evil doers are going to be cut off. And you don't want to be on that side of the line, right? If all this cease from anger, forsake wrath, do not fret because it only leads to evil doing. Huh? You don't want to be there because the evildoers are going to be cut off. Those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the earth. See, this is this is what this is the fruit of humility. Don't get sucked into the insanity. Don't get sucked into the craziness. Don't invest your whole life and your whole hope in who is in power, who's going to be in power? Who's in charge of what? Who's pulling the little puppet strings behind? Because God is overall. I woke up this morning, which is my custom. I wake up practically every morning. uh, And what I heard in my heart was this. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. And that counts double or triple or quadruple for politics or political elections or whoever's in power. God raises up rulers and he puts them down like every day of the week to suit suit his purposes. God, however, this election turns out, and I can't tell you. I mean, there are a lot of people who think they can tell you. I don't think, uh, I certainly can't tell you what's going to happen on Tuesday except that it's probably going to hang over into Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and it's going to be around with us for a while. And if you thought hanging chads was bad, Uh, but I can tell you this. No matter how it ends up, that stuff is sinking sand. What God is calling forth today is people who will trust in him, who will dwell in the land, No matter who's the president of the land, dwell in the land, cultivate faithfulness, delight in the Lord. Wait on him. Don't get sucked into the drama. Just humbly trust him, trust him, trust him. Roll everything over onto him. And let him finish whatever it is that he's working on. Because I think this is all said and done. The body of Christ is going to have a chance to come forth. I'm, let me just go back to this one spot here. Uh, in the middle of all this chaos, there's an opportunity here for the body of Christ. For, the, for him to bring forth our righteousness as the light. And our judgment as the noonday. There is a chance for people who are trusting in Jesus to rise up out of the ashes and minister to everybody else. One side is going to be, I don't know which side it's going to be. One side is going to be furious and hopeless. And the other side is going to be ridiculously obnoxious. And. We have a chance to shine forth the light of Jesus and to offer truth and hope and healing for the land because it's going to be, however ripped up you think it is now, it's going to be ripped upper, rippered up. It's going to be worse. And politics doesn't have the answers for that. We alone have the words of eternal life. And simply by dwelling in the land, cultivating faithfulness, humbling ourselves before the Lord, trusting in him, God will be able to use us to glorify himself and heal a lot of brokenness and restore a lot <coughs> of what the devil is trying to steal right now. Um, I'm not even going to watch the elections on Tuesday night. Um, there's going to be so much better stuff on television than that. Um, Because I already know where my hope is. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I hope you voted. If you haven't, I hope you go out and vote. Because we're Americans and that's what we do. Not opposed to voting. Voting is a good thing. Um, Don't put your hope in the outcome. Your hope, if you belong to Jesus, your hope, like mine, is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to see your glory as a result of whatever happens on Tuesday. Lord, magicians are so clever at distracting our attention. They're running the trick in one direction, but they want us to look in the other direction. And so, Lord, I pray that that we wouldn't be deceived in looking in the wrong direction on Tuesday and after Tuesday, that our, our focus would always be on Jesus and what he's doing. Soften our hearts and open our ears and our eyes, Lord, to see and hear and surrender to what you are doing and trust you, trust you, trust you. Humble. Give us the grace, Lord, that only you can give that we would humble ourselves. And walk in your blessing. While you finish what you're starting, we ask it in Jesus name. Amen. You know, it's usually Randy who stands up here, or sometimes Mike, and and he he's always saying something interesting. Somebody's going to have to open my mother's thing because she can't open it by herself. Mike always opens it for her. Uh, but, you know, as soon as I hear Randy start to, to make his, his meditation, he always says something good to say. You, you know what I also hear? It's like I hear mice scrambling around uh, in the pantry. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and open our things. Be very careful, but let's go ahead and open them so we can get that out of the way. Isn't that a funny sound? And it's, and it's even funnier when you hear... When when Randy's trying to talk over the top of it. (coughs) Okay. There's a powerful promise What Jesus was doing on the night when he was betrayed. He was actually kind of saying, keep calm. Carry on. A lot of terrible, scary things are going to happen tonight and tomorrow and the next day, Jesus said. And you're going to be so tempted to freak out and panic and worry. This is my promise to you that it's going to be okay. This is my body. It's broken for you. And this is my blood. And it's shed for you. This is my investment in your future. This is my investment in your hope. This is my investment in how much I love you. My broken body and shed blood is my way of saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. And every time you take this bread and drink this cup, you are looking forward with hope to the f- culmination of that promise when we can be reunited again. So, Lord, thank you for blessing these little emblems. So, We take this bread, Lord, as your broken body. We thank you for your sacrifice. And, Lord, as we take this cup, your blood shed, the blood of the new covenant, Lord, your promise to us that you never go back on. Give us grace to trust you and keep on trusting you. To put our hope in you and nothing less. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. as we leave here today. Be in prayer for the election. Be in prayer for our country. But let your prayer be centered on your main hope. That no matter how the votes come in, the firm foundation of the Lord still stands. Listen to me. The firm foundation of the Lord still stands, and the firm foundation of the Lord will still be standing on Wednesday morning. You understand? Say this with me together. The firm foundation of the Lord still stands. Again, the firm foundation of the Lord still stands. One more time. The firm foundation of the Lord
1: still stands my hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness i dare not trust solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. All of the ground, all of the ground
0: to trust you more. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace and serve the Lord.